Welcome to the third in my podcast series, Staying Steady During Anxious Times. Today, my topic is couples living in lockdown. How do you stay connected without an experience of suffocation? It's a challenge indeed because couples are under the one roof for large amounts of time, much more than would be part of the normal rhythm of life, and it can be very challenging. I'm hearing that from people in clinical practice on telehealth counseling at the moment, saying just how tense it can be being in each other's space all the time, two people working from home, trying to find a quiet space to have conversations, complaining about the loud voice of their partner that's always intruding in their space, trying to find a closet to get away from the noise and intrusion of another spouse working from home and operating from home. It's a challenge for many people. There are some funny stories I am hearing about places that people are retreating to. I've already mentioned the closet, corners of the bedroom, sitting down on the floor with a computer, with the wardrobe doors providing a a sound barrier. People are being innovative in creating their space, especially if they're living in smaller apartments. But they're also conveying the stress of too much time together. I think about my own marriage and my husband and I have been working from home quite a bit, even pre-COVID-19, but it's been intensified enormously over the past month. And what we were noticing, we were chatting about this last weekend, was that while we're together a lot more than usual, we're actually somewhat disconnected because we're trying to keep out of each other's way. And what we were noticing is while we're in the same space, we're quite distant and not really making the most of this opportunity of being together more often. We're not getting to know each other better. We're not using each other as a resource, a break from the intensity of working from home. So what we've been doing is putting in our weekly routine, times when we break at the same time, have a coffee or a tea together and chat about what's happening in our daily lives and make sure that we take a break at the same time in the afternoon, if at all possible, take the dog for a walk together, get the fresh air, have that time of connecting together. Isn't it interesting that we have to make deliberate choices about that? Or we can easily fall into being together physically, but not being helpfully connected emotionally and psychologically. So as I think back over the themes of these few weeks of doing the podcast so far, there are two key repeated themes. One is balance and the other is deliberate choice. Week one, the balance between needing to socially isolate 
for the community good, but ensuring that that hibernation isn't to the detriment of emotional well-being and that there's adequate connection through phone calls and texting and FaceTiming and Zooming, etc., Skyping, all the different ways we can connect through the internet, that those things are really important at a time like this, but they do require a deliberate choice. The same last week with making a deliberate choice to limit the amount of consumption of the news cycle of the unfolding drama of the crisis and today it's very similar how do we keep the balance in our couple relationships of meaningful time together and appropriate space to be able to get on with our autonomous functioning every relationship is always in a dynamic tension between adequate connection and attachment and adequate space to function as responsible individuals who are not overly dependent on the relationship to manage in life. So we've got this challenge. How do we make a deliberate choice to connect together when a lot of our internal reactivity can be stirred to a feeling of suffocation, don't fence me in, how can I get my own space back? And yet the balance between autonomy, responsibly getting on with our own individual lives, but maintaining a good balance of connecting with each other in our couple relationships is so vital to preventing symptoms developing in our marriages. So making a choice to connect, and then what do you do with the time that you've chosen to connect? What do you talk about? Have you noticed that with your spouse at the moment? You get together, what are um, the topics of conversation? Naturally, they can be about the external dynamics of the world, talking about the news cycle, the effects of the coronavirus on life, what's going on at work or indeed what's happening with our kids who are for many people at home at the moment being homeschooled it's absolutely natural and fine to connect about these external things to talk about what's happening with children what's happening with other people but just a little hint genuine connection is person to person. It's talking about each other, talking about selves. How am I experiencing life at the, this time rather than talking about others and external things? It's a superficial connection to triangle, to talk about third party issues or other people. And it's a trap in any marriage that children can fill a breach in our marriages. They can cover over a disconnection that grows by us making a project of talking about our kids or worrying about our kids. So to genuinely connect at this time, we choose to spend time together and we choose 
to share ourselves with the other person to person. Have a think about ways you could get to know your spouse better at this time. I'll be posting a few ideas of questions that we can ask our spouses and that we can share about ourselves at this time. But a few little hints are just to talk about what have I found satisfying about my work today or my life today? What has been difficult? What are my memories of experiencing challenging times of adjustment in the past or in my own childhood? And what do I remember about how I managed and how other family members managed? So we share a bit of our histories together. We talk about our experience of parenting rather than talking about our kids. We talk about our experience of adjusting to a lack of employment or a change of employment rather than just talking about the work and the and blaming people or talking about the politics around it. We can share our thinking about politics rather than just venting about our politicians. So interesting times, aren't they? And I wonder how you might be thinking about maintaining the balance in couple relationships between meaningful person-to-person connection and adequate time and space to be our own individual selves and how to make deliberate choices to both connect in a non-reactive way and separate and go about our own tasks in a non-reactive way. I'll talk to you again next week about ideas for staying steady in these extraordinary times we're living in. And just a reminder again that if you would like to access some support for self and relationships during this anxious time, there are some good telehealth options, including the practice that I'm proud to be a part of, the Family Systems Practice that is offering lots of family systems informed coaching and counseling for people who are wanting to think clearly about how to bring their best to their relationships at this time.